...patient be just to Conrad or the whole board. When the taxi driver rang the doorbell ten minutes later, it was almost a relief. She glanced across at David, deciding not to wake him as he seemed so exhausted at the moment, and tiptoed towards the door. Hey! A muffled voice from under the covers protested. Isn't today the big day? David's sleepy head appeared from under the covers, grinning. You can't leave without a good look, Kiss. I bet Claudia's getting one. He leered suggestively. Liz sat on the bed and ruffled his hair. She'd been worried about him last night. He'd seemed silent and preoccupied. Are you okay, love? She lifted his hand and kissed it. For a split second, he considered telling her about the circulation figures and dismissed the idea. He was being a selfish shit. This was her big moment. What she needed was a clear head, not having to worry about the problems her husband ought to be able to sort out on his own. Smiling, he pulled her to him to kiss her, noticing at the last minute her shiny red lip gloss. Now, what would Bogey have done about lip gloss? He leaned towards her threateningly. Laughing, she ducked away, but he grabbed her, serious suddenly. Now, just listen to me, kid. You're brilliant, and you're beautiful. Just remember that, and you'll walk all over, Claudia. Now, off you go, and don't forget to call me and let me know how it went. Basking in the warmth of his love, she felt her confidence start to flow again. She stopped at the door and blew him a kiss, but he'd already retreated under the duvet and was fast asleep. Still smiling, she ran down to the waiting cab, her nerves forgotten. As she settled back into the minicab's furry seat, she asked the driver if he'd mind turning down the radio. If she quietly read her notes for twenty minutes, she'd be ready. But the driver took her request as the cue for a cheery chat. Nice day, eh? Very nice. Look, do you mind if... Metro Television, eh? I ain't heard of that one. Who are they, then? A new company. We've just won the franchise from Capital TV. We take over in three months. Bloody good thing, too. Crap they put out. You know what's wrong with TV? Oh, God. He was going to give her his views on television. Today, of all days. They never watch it, TV people don't. Never sit down and really watch it like us poor sods at home. If you don't mind, I wanted to... Liz attempted to interrupt him. She couldn't stand much more of this. Look, I've got some urgent reading to do. I'm afraid I really do need to get down to it. Keep calm, she told herself. Sooner or later, he'll have to stop talking. But she was wrong. By the time they reached the Metro TV building by Battersea Bridge, Liz was at screaming point, her nerves in shreds. As he stood holding the door open for her, the wretched man was still giving his views on competitive scheduling and the lack of nature programmes. Liz swung out of the car so fast she caught her tights on the door and ripped them. By the time she got to her office it was 9.15 and she was almost hysterical. Viv, her secretary, always first at her desk on their floor, was already putting the coffee on. Liz flopped into a seat. Wordlessly, she pointed at her ripped tights, the only pair she had with her. Claudia would have had a spare pair in her drawer, six spare pairs, along with a dildo and whip she no doubt kept for subduing male colleagues. All Liz had was an aged slimmer soup and one of Daisy's dummies. Liz looked at her secretary in astonishment. Viv was peeling off her pale beige Lespec tights in full view of the mercifully empty office. Here you go, just as well I've been on the sunbed. Your need is greater than mine, as they say. The only way I'm ever going to be programme controller is if I buy a video and do it myself at home. This is your big chance.
Viv pulled her skirt down over her long legs and put her shoes back on. And if you want the secretary's view, we reckon Conrad's had it up to here with Claudia Jones. She's been pushing him too far in and out of bed, and Andrew Stone's so wet we don't believe even Conrad would give him the job, so we reckon you could be in with a chance. Viv strode off, bare-legged, to pour them both the coffee, leaving Liz speechless. How on earth did secretaries know all that? Five minutes later, Liz did a twirl in beige pinstripes with matching Lispec tights. She'd sensed her nerve returning with every sip of the hot coffee. Feeling calmer and clutching her carefully planned speech, she was finally ready to go up to Conrad's office. In the lift, she found Andrew Stone reading a newspaper cutting, looking even more nervous than she was. Poor Andrew. He was one of those men who sweated like Richard Nixon taking a lie detector test. She knew that his handshake would be soft.